All right, all right, all right. I know, I know, I know. Welcome. Hello to you all. That was terrible. What kind of fade was that? Coffee. Welcome into the Eric St. Show podcast from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Thank you so much for being here. It is, uh, it's, I tell you what, easy is cooked. Um, I did yesterday, I was talking into this microphone for, it was approaching six hours of talk time and I, and I'm all about it. I mean, it, uh, I, I had an absolute ball yesterday. Jesus, it really picked up in the late night, late night for me is late night. The nighttime shows on Patreon with Ben Glaze and the live audience. It was a big fraud Thursday where we did. Who are these Zanes? We went back to the Joe and the poor boy show. And okay. What we covered on there was several uh, uh, pieces of material questionable in nature um finable offenses i had no idea how fucked up that show was i had completely forgotten about that at one point in the show uh i actually said the word titties uh joe said uh come in a guy's butt there was oh my god it was ridiculous, and uh, we had a uh, hell of a time reviewing it of uh, the old Joe and the Poor Boy show, where we kind of figured out that, um, I don't know what it was, but everything I said was just so ridiculous and, and, and dripping with this dumb attitude that it, it wasn't necessarily funny. In fact, it wasn't funny in any way, shape, or form. It was just stupid. God damn. I hated me the same way people hate me now. I hated me then. But back then, I was like, yeah, this is good. I'm good. Ugh. Fucking terrible. If I get to be like 80 years old and I'm still doing this podcast, will I look back at a day like today, December 15th, 2023, and just say, oh, you suck shit. You're such an asshole. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Jesus. Uh, welcome in. So glad you are here. And uh, that took up our time yesterday in the evening for an extended day. An extended day. Um, uh, fitting the podcasting in was a monumental task because I had to uh, make that uh, uh, morning appearance on the TV station. On Fox 17 Morning News with... Um, uh, Elliot and Janice. And, uh, I, then I got done with that and then I did this show and I was, um, I'll tell you what, before I get into that, I'm already getting ahead of myself. Today's a big day because I'm supposed to go to Meyer to buy all of the food for the great food giveaway. And, uh, we had two fantastic donations yesterday. I want to make sure I got all of this down appropriately. Uh, I'm, I'm writing my notes that I've been following along with on my little tote board on the back of a uh, check that Rick from TC Paintball wrote me for marketing. 
Uh, we now have 48 people who have thrown money into the hat for the great food giveaway. Now, I have said many times that I only want a buck, five bucks, ten bucks from all of you. That's it. Nothing more. The idea being that with the numbers that follow the show, if everybody just drops a little bit into the hat, we will be um, dominating. And we have dominated, but the problem is, well, not problem. It's a good problem to have, is that most of the donations have been like larger. And we've gotten very few that are little. And I really want to encourage you to give me a small donation, even if you can afford a big one. A small donation of a dollar or five or ten, whatever. Um, because of the numbers that we have, most people won't do that because they're embarrassed that I'm going to see their name attached to a dollar or five. Well, it's completely anonymous. There's only a couple people that I've revealed. Like Ben Glaze yesterday dropped 50 in. Because he needs all the publicity he can get. Now, Frank, I was shocked at that. I, I think that uh, the economy is turning around in a big way. If Ben Glaze is dropping $50 into the hat. Must be all that big donut money. Darla. Trying to get comfortable. Looks like she's humping O'Neal, who looks really annoyed right now. Um, so, look, just keep that in mind. I shared the information with you on Twitch. And, of course, uh, if you listen to the audio podcast later, the information is in the show notes about how you throw money into our hat for the Great Food Giveaway. Like I said, uh, 48 of you. I look at how many people pay attention to this show. And it's not Joe Rogan. I know that. It's small. But there are still thousands of people every day who download the episodes. I, I, I look at it every day. Oh, okay, how many did we get today? Okay, that's great. It's kind of like what I have to do. So there you go. That, that's enough about that. I will say this. Ben Glaze yesterday, 50. And uh, a nice person threw $200 into our hat. And said, I'm proud of you for this. And it's like, you know, I appreciate that. But it's the least I could do. Are you serious? This is a group thing. I appreciate the um, sentiment. But it literally is something that we absolutely should do. This is tis the season. When you think about those less fortunate. So thank God for that. That $250 is now putting us at. Shit, I don't know. Okay, wait a minute. I can't even see. Do I got a pair of glasses here? I think I do. All right. 
We were at 4,909 and 21 cents. We're adding 250 to that. We've collected $5,159.21. The food, $3,083.80. That means we have $2,075. And 41 cents for tampons. That's fucking great. I am so impressed with you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. We get there at 2 to start setting up. The people are there by three lined up in their cars. We have the Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance there, which sounds like a superhero organization. They provide outreach and care for wayward animals, not just pit bulls, all animals, but that's the uh, brand. They've been at it for quite some time. They will have free pet food. People pull up. You put the box of food in, which is the ham, the potatoes, the corn, the jar of gravy, the rolls, the pumpkin pie into their car. If they need pet food, you put pet food in. If they need feminine products, Team Pink will pass them along. And off we go. Some nice lady reached out to me and said, I can't get out there. I, I don't have a car. Right now I'm sick with COVID. Can someone bring me the food? Of course. There's always one a year. I was thinking, I wonder if we do another event where... We actually have, um, like, can you imagine in the great food giveaway, if we had all that food to give away, and then we had a list of people who would take a, um, take a delivery who like couldn't get out there. And we had a team of people who would drive out in an outreach, almost like meals on wheels type of deal. Amanda says she likes referring to the people who will be giving away feminine products as the period patrol. Hey, again, that's you. Whatever you guys decide, I'm part of Team Blue. I have nothing to do with Team Pink. But I did have that awkward conversation with this nice lady yesterday who called looking for some help. And I said... I need to know what type of these products do you want? She goes, I use pads. I don't know. She didn't sound like a truck driver. Sorry. I use pads. Okay, thanks. We'll bring you some pads. Ugh. All right. So I'm stoked. Fired up. Feeling great. It's be this again. It was, uh, I was in Los Angeles for the kidney donation. Denny Porter is the guy. Um, two months earlier or one month earlier, he said, I want to give somebody a Thanksgiving meal. And it was like, right. I think I go, I don't know, Danny, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, he brought it up again for Christmas. It was, um, early December. Cause I gave the thing away on December 2nd, 2020. I talked about it on this show. And then you all talked about it here, like in the chat. 
and kind of got me, hey, yeah, we can do this. We can do that. And then Megan said, we can host it here. We can host it at Irvine's. And I'm like, well, all right, if you guys say so. So that's how it got going. I remember walking um, in the Westwood neighborhood of Los Angeles on UCLA's campus, talking with this guy, Josh, from Meyer, um, while recovering because I had to stay there for like eight days to make sure I was healthy enough to travel. And I'm walking around like hanging on to Diana's hand with one hand because I can barely fucking move. And then I'm holding on to my phone with the other hand, dodging homeless people about uh, all of this. We had already started uh, saving the money. That was great food giveaway number one. I couldn't lift anything over like 12 pounds at the time because it was only like two and a half weeks, three weeks after I the, the kidney donation. And uh, you all did it. It was awesome. Yesterday, I have the video from uh, the Fox 17 thing. Let's see. Great food giveaway aiming to feed even more during its fourth year. Audio check. Video check. I've seen a screenshot of what I look like on TV from one of you on uh, on the Eric Zane Show podcast subreddit, and I look like a fucking asshole. It's time of year, the giving season, and for good reason. One way we like to donate is through food drives. So in the spirit of the holidays, a West Michigan podcaster is holding his annual great food giveaway. So joining us in studio this morning, we've got Eric oh, Zane. Look at how fat. Stupid grin. It looks like I'm pushing out a turd. Wow, what a gross blimp. So happy to have you. Saw you in the green room. The first thing I told you was, hey, your sweater is Thank perfect. you. So we just got to make sure to, to uh, show that off real quick. Uh, but it's not the sweater we're talking about today. You guys have such a cool event uh, uh, helping so many people out. So tell us a little bit about it. The great. I hate myself. This is this is. Goddamn torture. Food giveaway. This is our fourth year. It started when an audience member, which most ideas on my show happen that way, say, hey, I want to give uh, money for one. Okay, so this is Eric Zaitunian here. And remember, we hate this guy. Eric Zane is me. I am not this dick. Uh, meal. Yeah. And then I mentioned it. And then another audience member said, why don't we pass the hat, you know? And, uh, uh, with Venmo and things like that, you you can very easily do that. Before yeah. long, we had all the money raised. And then one of my sponsors uh, volunteered their location, and we had a drive-up food Look giveaway it. planned That's, uh, within last minutes. Year. That's amazing. And There's Linda. That's I'm next to her. This is right before I threw the snowball right into her car. You know, times are still tough for people, you know, dealing with whatever layoffs, uh, this pandemic still, you know, affecting some people in one way or another. So it's just amazing that you guys are giving full meals away. Um, you know, how many people are you guys hoping to help out this year? Well, uh, 100 families. So okay. we have in boxes ready to go yeah. uh, a Christmas ham, um, rolls, corn, sack of potatoes, gravy, and a pumpkin pie wow. and people just drive up the 100 people they open the trunk we put the food in there the grand rapids pitbull alliance which helps all sorts of animals they are there with a ton of pet food we put okay now i got this part down this part is kind of like just rote 
You know, you can, I can do this part of my sleep, all the details. That in their car if they need it. We actually had an abundance of cash. Um, we collected the money very, very quickly. Yeah. And then, so the extra money, we had, we went to someone's idea to buy feminine products yeah. because a lot of people. I think it was Megan's idea. People struggle who are less fortunate to actually have those yeah. products. Or Amanda's, that's I don't something know. something that most people would take for granted. So we have hundreds of boxes of these, and that's uh, our lady team is going to pass those out to people. We'll, the dudes will stay away. You know, we don't <laughs> want anybody uncomfortable or anything yeah. like that. But, I mean, that's a very real thing, and, and some people struggle with that. So uh, over at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, we're very excited to uh, to do it all there. Okay, so now it's this has all been excellent Eric Zaitunian. I haven't said anything fucked up in any way. Uh, Eric Zaitunian has kept it above board. Anybody watching this thinks, what a sweet, wholesome guy. He's fantastic. Oh, this is so sweet. He's probably on the Christian podcast station or some shit like that. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, we just watched footage from last year or years prior, and we see how easy it is. You simply pull up, yeah. and there you go. You get your meal, you get your products, and you were saying even pet stuff, too, for yes. people. Yes. Uh, if people are in need right now or they say, hey, this, this, you know, I know someone that might be wanting to pull up uh, next Thursday, where can they go and how can they do it? Well, that's fantastic because that's been our biggest challenge. Which is yeah. getting the word out. You know, yeah. when the event starts at 3 p.m. on Thursday, there is a line of cars, 10 strong, but then it, you know, thins out. Sure. So the point of being here, and thank God you're having us, it's so kind, is to spread the word. It's so kind. That is so Eric Zaitunian to say. Eric Zaitunian can be turned on in an instant. That is a superpower to go from Eric Zane to Eric Zaitunian. Sometimes you need Eric Zaitunian to get the word out on something legitimate. When I don't need to tell somebody to fuck off, I got to bring in Eric Zaitunian. He's going to do the heavy lifting on things. I'm going to go, oh, that's so kind. You're so kind. That's what he does. He is, he is, when you need to tap into that resource, you got to pull that piece of shit out and put him in front of the camera to take care of the PR work. Tyler says, imagine this douche doing his own podcast. Boring. We need an asshole running the show. Tim says, LOL, a real Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Aram says, Zane doesn't need this guy promoting the podcast. Oh, my God. DD train 24 says, who are these Zaitunians? Yes. Now don't forget our old pal, Kenny. He wants a show with that fuck. Kenny's like, look, I don't want Eric Zane. I want Eric Zaitunian to tell me about the food drive and the puppy, the puppy, uh, cute puppy contest. Fuck. I couldn't even say the joke. Fucking shit. This is why at every turn we need to uh, uh, smack Kenny right in the nose. He wants a podcast with this prick. Oh, my God. That clap. The Well, that's so kind of you. Oh, my God. Jesus. This, you know, I know someone that might be wanting to pull up uh, next Thursday. Where can they go and how can they do it? Look, well, that's watch. fantastic because that's been our biggest challenge. 
challenge is yeah. getting the word out. You know, when the event starts at 3 p.m. on Thursday, there is a line of cars, 10 strong, but then it, you know, thins out. Sure. So the point of being here, and thank God you're having us, it's so kind. You can hear the clap. Why am I clapping? Is to spread the word. Uh, tell people you know yeah. to just get to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is right along 44th Street. Uh, side street called Stafford. I'm sure you guys have all the information. Yeah. Uh, be there at 3 p.m. Okay. and line up, and then we'll give the food away. We just have trouble giving it away. That's sure. our biggest trouble. That's a good problem. Well, we appreciate all but the... No, it's a bad problem. All right. Meanwhile, deep breath. There's a lot of skin underneath my chin. Look at that fat. And I'm round. I look like a, a former linebacker. Got my mom jeans on, my dad pants. Work you did. Uh, you I think know, I'm holding my breath food. there. Real, qu real quick, uh, if people want to listen to your podcast, do you have a website that they can go to? Oh no! Now this is now this is probably the only thing that is spectacular in this whole interview. He's asking me to promote the podcast. Do you for that. I do, but I put a warning on it because okay. it is not for sensitive ears. Okay. And I okay. don't want to, I don't, you know. Look at this. <laughs> what an asshole. Look at that. Oh, no. Oh, they can find it. Sure. Just search my name. That's all I'll say because awesome. it's. It's not great. <laughs> okay, Eric. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll get all the information for that, uh, that drive, though, on our website, the great uh, food giveaway on our website, fox17online.com. We appreciate, again, you coming in. And, uh, again, love the sweater. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> all right. 929 right now. Oh, I hate myself. God. Promote the podcast. Eh, it's not that great. Ben says, this is my first time seeing this. Eric, you are hilarious. Well, that's not me. That's Eric Zaitunian. And there, uh, to me, there's nothing funny about Eric Zaitunian. What's funny is the, is the different person that that is. Oh, my God. Uh, Megan says, it's not that great. Is that what you're going to tell the sponsors now? Well, yeah. Hey, my podcast is it's all right. It's not that great. Uh, ben says, both of your split personalities are funny. Is that better? Um, Amanda says, I really love this. It's like, yes, I am this awesome person that's putting together this food giveaway. But when you listen to my podcast, I'm an absolute asshole Lycon Rob says Eric the PA guy uh, versus Zane the podcaster Megan says do you sit up that straight when you poop the comment about I said we have a ch hard time giving the food away and the guy said, yeah, good problem to have. And Tyler says, yeah, that's a good problem. That's a good problem not being able to give away food and potentially going to waste. Nah, none of it goes to waste. Come on. Amanda says Eric Zaitunian is gay. That, now I can see that. There was a real gay vibe going on there.
Sitting up straight, being a fucking asshole. I want you to know that reviewing that with you was the same type of uncomfortableness. Uncomfortableness. I said nith. Uncomfortableness. Darla, what are you doing? That I get when I review shows on who are these Zanes. My God. Terrible. In case you're wondering what Darla is up to, that you, you, she did a little hip thrust there like she was humping O'Neal, but that's what she does to get comfortable. She actually crawls on top of her brother and falls asleep. It's a regular thing around here. Son of a bitch. Amanda says, clapping the hands... And you're so nice with googly eyes. I'm telling you, that's Eric Zitunian. We don't, we don't, we hate that guy. All right, now Darla's starting to whine for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, I think the guy with the hoodie and the skull cap should have done the interview. What's the matter? Just go to sleep. I don't know if you're going to hear. Well, that was quite an, uh, quite an event. That was, uh, I'm, I was very thankful that they were able to bring me in. And uh, Megan says that soon after we did that, people started to reach out to Irvine's asking like for details. You know, people are, they want to make sure that everything is on the up and up so they can get there and get the food. If you want to help out, look, outside of Mike Ball showing up, us boxing the food, which it's important to not have too many hands doing that. Mike's kind of like in charge of that. Um, and then us putting it in the cars. We'll have the bodies, but we want more people there. I want it to be like absolutely almost a social event. Just being there, even if you don't lift a thing, is providing uh, support. And there is, believe it or not, there is a theatrical element to this for those in need. Now, I want you to think about this. If you're a person who is driving up to get this food, you feel like fucking shit. Uh, you know, you, you've these are people that are not in great situations. Imagine they see all of these people waving at them, encouraging them, telling us, us telling them that we love them and Merry Christmas, everything's going to be okay. Them knowing that there is an armada of people that care about them is going to be fantastic. It'll still be great if there's three or four of us, but if there's 30, it's going to be even better. And you get to see the uh, uh, faces that are behind the names. Maybe you'll run into someone who you uh, have always wanted to meet. So it's kind of like us to get together and do that. And then afterwards, we're going to go fill up the Beltline bar and uh, have a good time there. Have, share a meal, if you will, which is not far from Irvine's. So, yeah, come on out and hang out. I mean, it's not like I get out much. 
to see audience members. It's not like I'm doing a remote at the local casino or the uh, or the shoe store or the, the, or the uh, fucking cell phone store. I remember when I was on the radio on WBBL. Um, the last thing you want is to do a remote broadcast at a place that sucks. You want to go to a place that's like fucking cool that the audience wants to go to in the first place. I'll never forget my very first remote broadcast. Now the way these work is, um, the place brings you in. You're there for two hours, two or three times an hour. You're saying, Hey, come see me, Eric Zane. I'm broadcasting at the, uh, at the so-and-so and, and uh, come get your d- deep discounts on uh, whatever the fuck. And uh, I'm already an anxious pile of nerves because, you know, six days into my new morning show, everything went to shit because of, uh, well, the a lot of reasons. So there I am, an anxious ball of energy, and they book me at... Um, you know, you ever seen these places that sell like workplace uniforms, like Cintas pants and, uh, and shit like that. There's a store in Grand Rapids that sells pants. It's always about fucking pants with me pants for people who are like EMTs, people who are EMTs or paramedics. They wear a particular type of pants. What? You know, the type of pants that uh, have lots of pockets and you can put shit in. They're called tactical pants. So EMTs buy their pants at this store. Talk about a uh, a very niche uh, uh, a place to have a remote. Why would you have a fucking remote? At a place that sells tactical pants. Okay, Darla is having a shit fit here. Hang on. The more every time I stop talking, she stops. Um Nick says, was it nigh uniform? That's where we get our shit. Yeah, I don't I, I don't remember. I, I I do not remember the name of it. And uh, so I'm there. Yeah, come on down. And uh, if you want to, uh, if you're an EMT, come get your pants. Or, or if you've always wanted to dress like an EMT, this is where you get your pants. I'll be here for the next two hours broadcasting live. It's the return of Eric Zane. What a, what a return to the streets. Come get your tactical pants today. I don't know why she's doing that. Hold on. I have no idea. Okay, I think she... <laughs> Honey. So I'm standing there. And the only guy who showed up is Rick Jekyll. Rick Jekyll is a former Michigan football player. 
who became like a homeless loser in the area. And he would show up drunk all the time to every event. And every time he looked more fucked up. He's the only guy that shows up. I'm like, well, thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. Poor guy died not that long ago. He actually was a former Michigan football player. It made the news when he died. I'm like, God damn it, Rick. Hold on a second. I got to get her. This dog is like a child. Uh, O'Neal definitely looks like he is not sleeping. How could he with that going on in his ears? Yeah, this is a regular thing with her. She'll be like sitting in your lap and she'll just start doing that. Freaking out and whining like a baby. Well, she is a baby. She's a puppy baby. The face she makes is kind of makes her look like honey boo-boo. All right, so I'm going to keep her here until she falls asleep or whatever the hell. I'm sure you won't mind. Everybody loves Darla. Everybody loves my dogs. Come on. Tyler mentioned something. A fantastic comment. Let's see if I can get to it. A place that sucks for doing a live broadcast. Like a golf course at 6 a.m. Oh, no. One of the things about working at BBL, which, by the way, we are very close to our five-year fireversary. The five-year fireversary is uh, January 4. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why, but they book a live broadcast at this golf course. Now, I get there. It's dark. I'm alone. Julius is back in the studio. Um, fucking terrible. And I have to do the show. I mean, I can do the show by myself now, no problem. But back then, it was something I wasn't used to. I'm alone looking at, a, at people mowing the grass. There's no one there. You know, this is probably and probably on the same day Free Bear and Hot Wings are appearing in front of like, you know, 50,000 people as usual. And I'm like, God damn it. I suck so much dick. It was always a, a harsh reminder that this is, uh, uh, you know, it was a very foreboding feeling. This is not going to work. I suck. Okay. And uh, absolute pile of shit. And then the piece of equipment that we use to get the sound back to the radio station. It was like something you get out of a box of cereal. Uh, really, really bad. And it sounded like fuck. And then the battery on it died. And then I'm off the air. I have no idea I'm off the air. I'm just talking into a microphone. And the signal isn't even going back to the radio station. And then like... People are walking by, getting ready to tee off, and they're like, we can't hear you. You're not even on the air. And I'm like, and I had no idea. No no one like would even call me. No one in the studio would call me to say, hey, you're off the air. They just said, ah, fuck them. Holy shit. What an absolute 
travesty that was. Somebody mentioned, Chris mentioned the steel cat appearance. Um, all right. I'm glad you said that because I thought that one sucked too. Tyler says the VFW was interesting. That's right. What was the American Legion? American Legion, the Fonger Post. That was the one. Uh, we might have been there twice. I don't know. Where we did a live show. And it was probably like 35 people. It was a disappointment. A lot of them were people that I can't stand now, like the Zaniacs. I had my dad there, though. Um, ah, yes. The Rich History of EZ. Live appearances. Okay, I'm going to go put her back on her brother because she seems to be appeased. And I think she's sleeping. It's like having a child. It really is. Okay. How about that for some parenting? Uh, I, I like when you had to show Ben who boring Dean was. Kenny says, O'Neill's like, why did you bring her back? O'Neill doesn't care. LMAO, the skinny girls. Um, that has to be a reference to the funny girls. Oh, that was so bad. Oh my God, was that terrible. Full disclosure, Erin Betka was her name, is her name. Uh, she, making sure they have water, they do. Erin uh, had been on the show before, in fact, not that long ago on, who are, on the uh, Lost Zane recordings was the first appearance by the Funny Girls in the studio with, uh, with us on, uh, on the Eric Zane show on WBBL. And it was fine. I enjoyed it. So then at the live show, uh, she showed up again. She, um, Jenny Garoni from the Celebration Cinema location. Every Friday they would come in and talk movies like where either Ron or Jenny would come in. And sometimes the funny girls would do uh, events at Celebration Cinema, which is fine. I don't care if you bring her in. So uh, Jenny brought Aaron in. Who again had been on my show. And so I could see that they were kind of like waiting to the side of the stage. And I'm like, oh yeah, next segment is Jenny. You know, I see she's got Aaron. Well, that's cool. Aaron's been on before. And uh no problem. Looks good. I mean, I I it was not an issue. She's been on the show with us, she's heard the show, she knows how it works, and she was funny. I thought she was funny enough that she was worth a segment. So, but I noticed she had a look in her eye like she's not happy. And, huh, and I ignored it. She gets uh, on stage with me. She's right next to me. And uh, Ben is, is there. And for so, I don't remember the specifics. Um, she... We were asked, talking about something sexual in nature, and I asked her opinion. She said, well, I'm gay. So, And uh, she wasn't really yes-anding. We could tell it was kind of weird. What we were saying was bouncing off of her. 
So then Ben made a joke about a microphone being in her face, not unlike a penis. And that something to the effect of she might be repulsed by it because it's like a penis or something like that. Some joke. And she was just, it, it fucked her up. And we didn't know that she was such a goddamn militant uh, when it comes to shit like this. And here she is a comic and she got pissed off and I forgot what she said. If it was fuck or shit or cock, but she intentionally swore to fuck up everything. So Lurch back in the studio, um, I think he missed the dump and she said it more than once. She swore badly. And so, you know, I was like, what the hell's going on there? So that segment ends. Uh, my phone's blowing up. It's my boss saying, what the hell's going on over there? Why, why is this happening? I, I don't, I don't know. And so I was confused. Um, she left and I didn't really think that much of it. I just thought she was just, just lost her mind. Um, and so I said to Marcus, I go, what the fuck was up with her? And he was, I don't know. I, I, maybe she was mad. I, I don't, I don't know. I go, well, either way, that's, that's, I don't know what we did. Um, I forgot about it. I completely forgot about it. Show finishes. No one says a word. No one cares. Uh-oh. And uh, later on in the day, I get Jenny Groney says, I'm so sorry that this is all happening. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, uh, Aaron Betka is, is, is killing you online. So I'm like, uh Oh, I look at the post. Sure enough. She is like, I have never been more, you're calling me a homophobe and all this shit and all this terrible stuff about me. So I'm like, Oh my God. What am I going to do? So I didn't really, I didn't really think that there was too much of a problem because I mean, it's, it's, it's her. It's not like she can fire me or anything, but I actually called her and, um, she said she was furious. And then, um, we, we smoothed it over and then the Zaniacs went to the funny girls page and started to say shitty stuff about her and giving her zero star reviews on the uh, funny girls public page, public events page. And so she calls me and she goes, I thought we had an agreement that we were going to be friendly to each other. And I said, well, um, we do. And I didn't do that. She goes, and she accused me of putting them up to it. I go, no, I did not. In fact, I will call off the dogs. I will. Uh, and I made a public post saying, Hey, please don't do that. And then I talked about it and then, um, that ended. So people stopped fucking with him. And then she agreed to take down the first post that got the ball rolling on this. And, um, then she never took it down ever. So then like about a month after that, I had forgotten it and, I heard from the great through the grapevine that it's still up there. And I looked and sure enough, it was still up there. So then I said, well, all right. I mean, fuck it. Now it's back on. Now I don't care. That was the end of it. Then I think I called her a bull dyke or something like that on the air. She called my boss and uh, they didn't care. And uh, that was the end of it. Then she cut her tits off. 
I'm not kidding you. She actually is transgendered. And now it's weird because I'm like a huge ally and supporter of uh, gay people and transgender people, as you all know. So there's going to come a time, like at this year's Pride Parade, I'm probably going to see that fucking asshole. And the thing is, now she's a dude. So I'm thinking about kicking her right in her fucking weird-looking dick. And uh, there you go. I'm going to fucking light into you, you crazy fucking asshole. Equal rights, equal fights. Fuck you. That would be something if it was a uh, we we did like celebrity boxing between me and um, Aaron to settle the fucking score. You fucking asshole. I will. I you, that would be great. That would be a fantastic fight to how many people would love that. I don't know what is up with this dog today. Rick, always willing to shove it in my face, writes, quote, celebrity. Rick is kind of a bastard. You know that? He's like Eric Zane. Rick is going to join us in just a second here on the show. First off, though, and I'm using this mouse left-handed. Hang on. See, this is what happens when you have a child. I was thinking about this the other day. If there comes a day that Jackie and Justin ever has a baby, can you imagine if I agreed to watch my grandchild while I was doing the podcast so that for extended time, I have to do this show while bottle feeding and shit like that? It's kind of how I feel right now with this dog. Uh, anyway, thank you for enjoying the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube. It is time to send you on your way. If you want the rest of the show, it is on Twitch. Uh, you can download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and check it out there. Or just uh, go to uh, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Check me out on Patreon. We've got a, uh, a full slate of shows for you there, including yesterday's Who Are These Zanes? And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which was just a fantastic bit of fun. Thank you so much. I'm going to send you on your way. The opening live stream brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, make an appointment with Frank at buyinsurancehere.com. Thank you so much, so much for supporting Frank. When you support Frank, you support me. And the good thing is some of you really need it. Uh, apparently my message is getting through because Frank said he's hearing from a lot of you. Like, for example, life insurance. Now, if you live on your own, no big deal, whatever. But the second you have a special someone in your life and you get married, you're definitely going to need insurance. Uh, if you're the dude, ab absolutely you need coverage in case something happens to you. If, you're, if something happens to your wife, same thing. You know, you don't want to be worried about bills and shit like that. You just want to do what happens when something terrible happens like that. Be with your loved ones. Uh, and God forbid it's uh, mom, dad, three kids. And, and mom is um, 
taking care of the kids and dad or dad is taking care of the kids, whichever one is the earner, if something bad happens to the earner, what the fuck is going to happen to the family? Do not risk that. What you need to do is get a life insurance policy through my policy shop insurance. Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker who will help you every step of the way. And it doesn't cost you a dime for Frank's services. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. I got to put this dog down. Now listen to me. Quit. Okay? Quit. I got to tell you this. If this happens again and I ignore her and she starts howling, which could happen. Just prepare yourselves. I'm going to have to put her downstairs and put her in the crate. Nobody likes that, you know? But seriously, I got a job to do here. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They were talked about by that clappy, fat gay man uh, yesterday. Reach out to them when you have any issues with your car or truck or whatever it is. 616-532-6600 in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. You can't miss them. 616-532-6600. That is the site of the Great Food Giveaway number four coming up on Thursday. Joe Martinez. He will be here installing the new furnace on Monday. It's a one-day job, he says. Okay, good. He's going to have the whole team here for this one. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. He gave me some great advice. He said, Senor Zane, this is a 17-year-old furnace with a $1,600 repair. Um, and being that it's this old, it's not going to last forever. Spend a little bit more money. Well, spend the extra money. Get a new furnace. That's what you should do. I'm taking him up on that. Away we go. It's because I got a guy, Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. When you need anything, you call him. Uh, customer testimonial. Linda says, I love him. He's fantastic. He got my furnace up and running and he stoked my loins. And I love that he loves Michigan, said Linda in Lansing. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, Megan says, Darla needs to be in a baby carrier with a passy. Kenny says, I feel like Darla wants O'Neill's spot, and that's why she's whining. Linda says, nope. Linda just doesn't like Joe. This is how, how much, how brainwashed Linda is. Brain, uh, Linda's worse than Joe when it comes to the brainwash. Linda only doesn't like Joe because he likes Michigan. And once you get on Linda's bad side, you're fucking dead. 
Aram says compare his prices with Spartan heating and cooling. Okay? This is what happens if you call Spartan heating and cooling. You get raped. I mean, literally, they walk in and rape you with different pieces of the furnace that they're going to install. They take, like, you know, uh, whatever metal pipe and stick it up your ass, and then they install it. That's how they do it at Spartan Heating and Cooling, not the way they do it with A&E Heating and Cooling. Megan says, does Maureen hate Joe too? Because Linda does. My sister would totally jump on my side of this situation. No one knows why Linda hates Joe. All we can assume is that it's because he likes Michigan because the guy doesn't do anything else. All he does is drinks Dos Equis, go to uh, hockey games, roots for Michigan, talk shit on this podcast and installs furnaces. And, uh, one of those things Linda is butthurt about, and uh, she wants to attack Joe. She actually wants to kick his ass. I think one. The thing is, though, Joe's from Mexico, where it's okay to like punch women in the face. So I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if it's okay to in Mexico to punch women in the face. Local legend Rick from TC Paintball is about to join us on the show. Such a smartass. Linda says she's on my side for Bama. That's it. She says that I'm working out now. It's hard to comment. Joe Martinez says I'm not from Mexico. Yeah, I know. But you are a Mexican. Ashley says people definitely do it still. That's a fantastic joke. All right. Now this is where it gets weird with Joe because he just wrote, but we put women in their place. All right. You see, now that takes it to another level. When you write, we put women in their place, you're not helping your situation. Uh, Ashley is also a Mexican too, I think. I think she's half Mexican, she writes. Uh, She's right, she is Mexican, but I I didn't know that. Well, I I I know that now, but I didn't know it before. Joe Martinez writes, they know who their daddy is. He uses the wrong there. I don't know, Joe. I don't know if this is uh if this is a good way to go. I don't think you're gonna win any allies by saying we put women in their place. Oh no. Darla, honey. No. Okay, no. Let's bring in Rick from TC Paintball. Maybe he can bring this uh, together for us. Good morning, Eric Zaitunian. Yeah, isn't he something? 
He is definitely something. The hand clapping, the sitting up straight, the the fat. He reminds me of a, of a gay chauffeur uh, limo driver. From a show or something? No, 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 no. From your one of your previous gigs. But, um, oh, know, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. heard about that. Have you, have you not been doing any chauffeur work? Uh, I haven't done it in over a year. So I got a question. I don't know if this has ever been addressed, but you were there still when Jason Schaefer was still working there? Um, I believe he was a driver. And yeah. then after the great exodus, was there ever any interaction there at the workplace between you two? No, no. And, and you know, the way it is, is let's say you get a gig. All you do is you walk into the driver's lounge, you get the keys and you're gone. Well, yeah, but that could be enough. I mean, just seeing each other in the parking lot and shit. I mean, it was pretty salty. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and that's that's definitely uh, definitely was a possibility. I guess it still could be. But there's another guy, that Troy Finholm. He's an asshole too. I would love to see that. That'd be great. You can probably hear the dog, right? I can definitely hear the dog. Okay, let me call you back. I gotta I gotta go put her in the crate because I got I got work to do here. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'm going to call you right back. All right. There you go. Yeah, un- unfortunately, we got we got we got work to do. So you're going to hate this, but Darla has to go into the crate. So let's take a break and then I'll get Rick back on. This is a this has never happened. I'll be right back. I hated to do it, but, you know. Got to do it. Uh, let's get him back on. Where were we? You look so amazing in that sundress. Oh, yeah, that's an old reference. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we need to hear that again. Um, okay, where were we? What, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, driver's Lounge. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, in fact, the other day I got a... Uh, it was last November that I drove for them. And then... You know, the other day they go, hey, do you still want to drive? I go, well, I mean, you can keep me as a backup. I mean, I, I don't, uh, I haven't been able to, I've been so busy that this isn't, you know, this takes up all my, all my fucking time. So then they, uh, they sent an email the other day. It said, uh, we have you, uh, all, all employees have to have a, uh, a training session to be compliant with like the federal government or some shit. And they they said you have to come in for a thirty minute class. This is not negotiable. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I was going to say you definitely blew that off. I, there is no way I'm doing that. So that and uh, it's just eh, you know I mean come on. Uh, it, it 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 served its purpose. I mean it was it it worked out for a period of time and now it's like it's kind of like I just got so much going on that I. I just can't do it, you know? Kind of like axe throwing. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. It was a a stepping stone. You needed it to get to where you are now. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, all right. Here we go. Where are you on the Christmas shopping? On the cool boy. (laughs) Yeah, not real good. Um, I I ordered a couple things yesterday for my wife. I, I mean, I don't like ordering. I'd rather spend my money, you know, locally. 
Um, but I got kind of lazy about it. Didn't do anything about it yet. And I'm like, you know, well, you know what my wife and I every year talk about, Hey, let's not get each other very much. And then the other day she kind of casually said, yeah, I'm already done shopping for you. I'm like, Oh shit. You know, so you're trying to figure out how many things she bought or what she spent or, or how big the biggest gift is and shit like that. So now I got to do a little scrambling. Okay. So do you have to actually come up with it or is there a list? I don't have a list, but so what I've always done is I've kept a little note in my phone for what things my wife mentions throughout the year. So then when it gets to be, uh, you know, season, I don't have to ask her anything. And all of a sudden I, I show up, you know, on Christmas day with these well thought out gifts of shit that she really wanted. And she didn't realize I was paying attention. Cause I kind of try to blow it off and don't ask too many questions when she mentions things like that. Unfortunately, I haven't kept up on the list this year very well and I don't have very much on there. So I'm oh, like, man, no. You know, she's complaining about, uh, I hope she's not listening to this. She's complaining about uh, being cold at work. So I'm trying to get her a couple of things to deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Just try to try to figure out some stuff. You know, you describing that that way, all of that thoughtfulness, um, that makes ovaries pop. I mean, if there's any, yeah, it, it's true. I mean, if there's any woman that's listening to this, they're all going, ooh, he's pushing my buttons. So oh, that's what I, I love that about a man. That's that's a big deal. You know? When you have that type of uh, thoughtfulness going. Well, cause, you know, I don't want to, I, I don't want, like, kind of like you had, you know, hey, get me this. And then you show up and you got her that. It's like, well, there's no surprise or, or thoughtfulness there. You kind of gave me a list of things you wanted. I went and got it. Yeah. You know, I'd rather solve a problem that's kind of right. evident than have a, a natural solution you come up with one i think that's the best way to do it yeah i i I, um and i i definitely like that idea of it but then i've got this whole business of diana's like this is what i really want and i know that at the very least if i just stick to the list okay uh she'll be at least happy but if i were to go the extra mile and get her something in the way you did Oh my God, it is, it is the best. Now I am, that is not happening for me this year. I am sticking to the list. No face like a glazed donut, huh? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, in fact, uh, uh, Ashley writes thoughtfulness is sexiness for sure. Ooh, I hope Tim's taking notes. Oh yeah. Uh, she's dating, uh, that fake Canadian Tim. From uh, Shoreliner Striping. It looks like that got to Ben, too. Yeah, that's what it says. Ben says, I know it gives me a boner. Wow. You're welcome. Uh Uh-huh. Eric, you could start taking notes for her birthday coming up in March. All right, fine. Very good. No, I know that. I know that. I just, I'm kind of like Rick. I mean, I didn't, I just didn't really... um, pay attention to it this year i have in the past but definitely not this year i mean life gets busy and it's not like we're you know newlyweds or a new relationship it's you know we kind of fall into a rut sometimes i hate to use that word but we do yeah you know i mean come on um so i have my um well actually i'll save that for later uh she says i want tim to take notes about gold or white gold she's yeah you know what's going on there she's plotting she's trying to make make uh you know, the, the big moment happened, if you will. Yeah, that's a statement that's saying that this ain't casual. This is serious, and it better be. Did you propose to the lovely Crystal in a fantastic way? I think I did. We, um, 
we uh, went to Florida for Christmas, and I brought stockings down, and I put a bunch of bullshit in the stocking, but the very first thing I put in, so in the bottom of the stocking, was her ring wrapped up. So she dumped out of all you know the stocking, pulling things out. And it was a bunch of dumb things like candy or you know desk knickknacks and shit like that. And then she got to that and opened it up, and you know it was one of those moments that she didn't really expect. It was cool. Was it just you and her? No, it was. Uh, we went with her family, so like, like her parents were down there and stuff. So they 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 like witnessed all this. Yes. Okay. After she grabbed it and started to open it up, did you have to like get on a knee or something? No, I didn't. Oh, that's I right. Probably, I asked you about that. I asked you about that. Yeah, I, I probably should, but, you know, it wasn't my first marriage. <laughs> so it's kind of like your first and second kid. With your first kid, everything's documented. And the second one, I was like, oh, yeah, we've been here before. Oh, my God. Yeah, that happened with Madison the other day. She brought down her baby book. And that's our third child. And, the, you know, uh-huh. you're supposed to fill in all the shit uh, first. Wasn't it? Uh, height, weight, length. We filled out like the first page. Right. And then the rest, it's all bare. It's, oh, no. Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. But, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Do over Rick. New ring. New proposal. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to get involved in that. We can't, <laughs> we can't even get the guy to fucking set up online payments or axe throwing. We, I mean, <laughs> on the list that's another list i have working on uh rick i i started a new uh thing this past week with the lions i i am i didn't watch i went out of my way to avoid it and then i followed along like looking at my phone here and there and i i have a terrible feeling that this is uh this is starting to get away from them do you echo that well, I'm not real happy with obviously the 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 recent record, the the performance, the the lack of so many things. And I mean, the biggest thing on my list is the play calling. You know, just uh, throwing those uh, those flare passes over and over and over without trying to attack downfield. I feel like that's a big problem. Not happy with them overall. Um, now, as I've said all season long, I don't want to get too high. I don't want to get too low. We're at a point where it'd be easy to get really really low on them, and I'm not going to do it. They still have a good record. They're 75% of the way through the season. They've got four games, um, you know, before we uh, we, fig- we figure it out or before, we're you know, the playoffs start and we know where we're at. So those four games are really important. And I think the play calling, number one, is super important in these four games. Now, the, Rick, this year, um, earlier I said they were going to go 16-1 and and win the Super Bowl. And right now, I think they're going to go nine and eight and not get into the playoffs. Well, because you you let ride the wave high and low, and I I don't want to do that. I mean, I know it's a football season, and a lot of things can happen from week to week. It's nobody so bad. Dominates nobody ever just straight dominates all the way through the season. There's been one complete undefeated team in the history of the league, so nobody does that. Everybody loses. Everybody loses games they probably shouldn't lose. You know, the Lions, uh, you know, they don't look great, but, I mean, there's a lot of other teams that aren't looking great either coming down the stretch. You know, Philadelphia looks like shit right now, and so does uh, Kansas City. So, uh, you know, they're not the only ones that have some struggles. But, uh, you know, it's not about, you know, what you do week to week. It's about your overall record if you make it in, and it's if you get hot at the right time. Those are the important factors. I am going into this rest of the year as with a terrible attitude, uh, expecting the worst but hoping for the best. 
it's not a bad way to do it. I mean, uh, you know, let's not talk about the Super Bowl or anything. Let's talk about making the playoffs. Let's talk about winning the division and then putting something together in the playoffs, which is something that they haven't done in a long time. So I'd like to see that happen. Win a game or two in the playoffs. That would be, uh, you know, that'd be the, the uh, a mark of success that I think we're looking for. Uh, this weekend, it's weird. Uh, the rest, the one third of the country is getting rain. I don't think we are. Are you playing? You, you might be playing outdoors this weekend at TC. Man, working out. I was working outside this week on some projects on the outdoor field, and just being out in that sun is so nice. Oh, you know, addicted to it. You know, you, it starts to hit your skin a little bit. You're taking layers off. Man, that's nice. But yeah, we'll be we'll be playing some paintball on the outdoor field this weekend for sure. All right, reach out to my man, uh, uh, tcpaintballgr.com. He goes way back. Uh, technically, the second sponsor, the second sponsor going back to the YouTube days. Jesus. Uh, the first was a Labatt Brewer. Uh, I think uh, I forgot the name of the distribution place, but he's the first person to reach out, and you were two. Yeah, wasn't didn't you have a like a Bud Light sign in the uh, in the living room? It was a Labatt. I think it was a Labatt beer. Uh, it was neon sign, and I almost yeah, it was fucking crazy. And uh, and that I would put that sign up, and they would give me like gift cards. I hung up the TC paintball rag behind me, and you gave me money or something like that. It was it was what a time. And now here we are. The first couple podcasts were like 20 minutes long. I know. And I didn't, and I was like scared to death the whole goddamn time. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? The path that we traveled. I know. It was very, very strange. All right. You are the best. Thank you so much. Have a good, productive weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. There you go, Rick from TC Paintball. Oh, my God. Yeah, those fucking video podcasts. Um, that first video podcast I did, um, I think it was remarkable. Um, when I got fired from GRD in February of 16, um, Eric Zane first podcast, here it is, the Eric Zane show video podcast. Okay, 35,000 views. That's big, you know? Um, and then I, it was at that, it was a 15, 16 minute show that um, I was like, wow, boy, a lot of people are following this. Maybe, maybe I should. And uh, I ended up not doing that. I ended up going back into radio, but I bought a lot of this equipment that's in front of me now, then thinking that that's what I would do. I didn't even know how to do it. Um, Nick says, oh, those first episodes are bad. I had episode three pop up on YouTube not long ago. Um, but when I was doing those, I heard through the grapevine that a guy by the name of, um, there was the sales manager at BBL. His name was, um, uh, rich, rich Barry. He had a conversation with Michael Gray. And um, this is before, you know, the, the word came down that I was taking his job again. Rich um, Labatt quit spending money on BBL. And they started spending it with me. 
because of the YouTube video, YouTube videos. And Michael Gray was the guy who was on the air saying, hey, let me tell you about Labatt beer. It's great or some shit like that. And then Rich had to tell him, yeah, and he would get paid for that. Rich had to tell him that they were canceling because of the stupid podcast. So God damn it. Every time this guy turns around, I'm in his face. And then it was weeks later that the whole thing blew up with taking his job again. Oh no. Shit. This is, let's see. If there's a date on this. I don't know if there's a date on this. This is a couple days after I got fired from Free Beer and Hot Wings. Red light. Says record. Yep. Okay. My wife. I'm a lot. I'm a lot. I'm a lot thinner. I haven't yelled at her once. Anything. Doesn't matter what. You're an amazing man. Oh, no. Okay, don't move. move. There's Daisy. Bye, baby. Nothing's changed. Uh, I miss them terribly. I miss all of them. That. I think I'm talking about I miss Freebird and Hot Wings. But I'm hoping and praying, so for now, this is it. So This is Eric Zaitunian, and we hate that guy. All right. I can't. I can't do this. You want to check it out? If you want to check it out on your own, I'll link it up. I, there's no way I'm opening that up. Oh, shit. Um, Rick says, you took me down memory lane this week when you mentioned Rick Beckett. The morning zoo was my jam. Rick, you can't use words like my jam. He says, then Gray and Cluck. No, you're, you're mixing that up. It wasn't Gray and Cluck. It was uh, Ron and Don. It went, uh, Ron and Don were on in this town on um, KLQ when we moved in here. And um, it, we had to we had to beat Bob and Tom, Ron and Don, and Howard. Howard was on thirteen uh, forty a.m. and we beat them all. He says when Freebird Hot Wings came to town, I saw the billboards. I was like, "What a stupid fucking name for a show! I'll never listen to that." Ha ha. Megan says some of us got ignored by you when we tried to sponsor early. Um, wow. I, the first I remember of it was I was at kids food basket. This is, um, I think during the podcast days and Megan was there to help and throughout Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and DV. And I think it had been mentioned before by Megan and you're right. I don't think I took you up on it for some weird reason. Uh, Rick, Scott, and Dar- Rick, Darla, and Jay. God rest Jay Allen. God rest the soul of Rick Beckett and Jay Allen. Nick says, I never listened to Freebird Not Wings because of the name. Ben says, yes, and Darla. Rick lived a floor above me. Are you kidding me? This guy, this dude Beckett had the thirst bad. 
Uh, he was on before we got to town. Beckett was on GRD, and um, then it, it blew up because of he drank too much, and then they brought in Gray. And now, look, let me explain something about Michael Gray. Michael Gray is serviceable to, like, uh, if he's playing music or he's uh, giving information like the time, the weather report, the traffic report, and um, uh, where so-and-so is going to be broadcasting live. But if Michael Gray has to actually engage an audience with dialogue, opinion, commentary, and God forbid humor, you're going to want to kill yourself. Anyone who ever has listened to Michael Gray, they, they have uh, 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 thoughts of suicide. He has no business being in any position where he has to entertain people. So bad. The worst. And so every opportunity that my name came up, the first thing anybody would say is, where's Michael Gray? We can put Zane there. If I decided to move to Montana today, the radio community would go, uh-oh, Eric Zane just moved to town. We, by law, have to fire Michael Gray. I've been very consistent in fucking that guy up. And I didn't like go out of my way to do it. People put me in that position. After Beckett got fired for being drunk all the fucking time, Gray and Stephanie Webb took over. It was horrible. That's when they brought us in. Uh, the boss at the time, Phil, he's like, He's telling us war stories about Michael Gray. Um, people would show up, not Michael Gray, about Beckett. People would show up for work in the morning. He'd be passed out in puke in the fucking lobby of the radio at GRD. And they're like, what the fuck? What the f oh, my God. They always had to uh, uh, get this guy out of trouble because he was so fucked up. Oh, my God. Horrible. Aram says, can we do an experiment and compare the success of the Toon Man podcast with Eric Zaitunian and the Eric Zane show podcast? Um, the, uh, the fact that um, while on the radio, I decided that because my name is Zaitunian, I should have a radio name, a nickname called the tune man. I think there was a, a, uh, a, a college friend that suggested that to me. Cause I was on 91 rock FM doing that show there. And someone said, Hey, Zytunian, why don't you go with the tune man? My God. Attention in the city of Warren. Joe and the Wolf on Z93. The Z. Tune Man Rock and Roll on you. Eric Zytunian with you. Oh. Tune Man Rockin' and Rollin' you? Hey, what are you doing, man? 
um, rocking and rolling them. I'm going to be having... But you describe this and uh, in, in what you've heard. Uh, just a puke fest. What's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. Shut uh, up, bitch. <sighs> Kenny writes, well, if you've got a unique last name, it's probably best to change it for radio. Right, Ben? LOL. Ben says exactly. Um, all right. Seriously, you gotta you gotta check out on Patreon the latest edition of uh, Who Are These Zanes and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Now, the live video is up there right now. There I go clapping again. The live video is up there right now. Uh, but I'll make the audio video in the next day or so, and uh, then you will have it. It's at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You get it for free for seven days. I got to play this one clip from yesterday. Um, This was when I was doing Dirty Ernie, which was my Ernie Harwell impersonation. This is from um, Who Are These Zanes? And Ernie Harwell was anything but dirty. He was a sweet, wholesome broadcaster. So... I would do this impression of Ernie Harwell and call into Joe and talk to him on the phone. And then Ernie would always swear and say bad things. And, and then we would bleep it out. Well, in this particular moment, I didn't bleep it out. Well, I completely fucked it up and I didn't know it. And then we played it back on the air and uh, Ernie was talking about strippers on the Jerry Springer show. And so Joe and I are both in the studio playing this tape on a reel-to-reel player, and and he's talking to Ernie on the tape, on the recording, and I'm like laughing along, trying to make it seem like there's three people, but two of the people are me. And I, it was my job to bleep out the bad words, but it did not do a good job, and this is how it sounded. Your wife needs some help, man. No, that's not it. This is it right here. It was pandemonium. Uh, All right. Hang on. Earlier when Harry won- It was uh, pandemonium. Uh, then some strippers came out and showed everybody the- Ben says, did you dump it? There's no dump. There's no dump at all. It was uh, pandemonium. Uh, then some strippers came out and showed everybody the- yeah, Huge, yeah. huge titties. Okay, Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. And, uh- <laughs> Okay. That laugh is my real laugh. That, cause that, that's how I laugh. It was uh, pandemonium. Uh, then some strippers came out and showed everybody the yeah, huge, yeah. huge titties. Okay, Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. And, uh, cause this is my fake laugh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there was a lot of homophobia in yesterday's Who Are These Zanes episode. God damn, we hated gay people, it seemed. We were always making saying horrible things about gay people. Oh, my God. Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane for that. Okay, let's move on. Uh, first of all, thank you to uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505.
When it comes to getting a mortgage, call upon Mario. From any state, doesn't matter where you are, reach out to Mario and uh, check in about getting a mortgage today. Rates are starting, have stabilized. They are not going up anymore. And in the foreseeable future, the word is they are going down. Yesterday, the uh, two days ago, the Fed uh, did not raise interest rates for the first time in quite a long time. And uh, all the indicators suggest that the mortgage rate will be going down. It has stopped, stopped going up. Thank goodness. Reach out to Mario today at 231-332-6505 to get started on a mortgage, whether it's your first, your 10th, maybe you're getting money out of your home because you've lived in it a while. You want to get a little extra cash for the holidays or go on a trip or whatnot. Call Mario today, 231-332-6505. Can't forget about Andy and Colleen at King's Room Barbershop. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and at 821 36th Street in Wyoming, Michigan, next to the Costume Room. Haircuts are 19 bucks, and you got to give them a tip. I usually go heavy on the tip. I want to make sure that uh, I keep the person who's cutting my hair uh, feeling good. I usually go 19 for the hair, and then I'll throw 10 in. What the hell? There you go. King's Room Barbershop. They do it all for you. Haircuts for dudes and for chicks who like short hair. You know? Andy and Colleen are the owners. Please mention it to them that you heard about them from me. If Andy or Colleen is not cutting your hair, please mention it to one of these to one of the top-notch stylists to pass it along to Andy and Colleen. We've got basketball right after the new year, January 2nd. The Grand Rapids Gold are in action again. GrandRapidsGold.com. $2 beers, $2 dogs on Thursdays and Fridays. College night on Fridays. Uh, come see me and all of the fun things that, and witness all the fun things we do with the Grand Rapids Gold. Basketball Van Andel Arena is a great place to watch a basketball game. You will love the athleticism, the competition with your Grand Rapids gold. Uh, And so I'm excited to see you there. Make sure you do come down and say hello. I'm totally accessible. I saw Rebecca and her better half, her lesser half. Isn't that how you do it? If you're talking about, I saw Rebecca, she's the better half. That means the dude would be the lesser half. Is that how you say it? Anyway, her husband, Kevin, saw them. They came to see me. So nice. Thank you. Tickets are dirt cheap as well. GrandRapidsGold.com. All right. Um, I wanted to um, show you this too about the great food giveaway. It just popped into my head. When you go to Facebook and you um, and you look at the Fox 17 website, the, it, what, the one of the best parts about doing being on TV isn't so much actually being on TV to talk about it. It's the fact that they'll take the story and post it on the Facebook page. Essentially with it being there in perpetuity, uh, a lot of people are able to see it. And the word is able to get out about the great food giveaway. Well, after we've finished our segment on TV uh, with the hopes that as many people as possible, will get there to the event. Um, so that was the case. I was very, very happy to see that. There you go. That's the picture from last year. Great picture, by the way. I love that picture. 
Um, let's see. In it, you got, I think that's Kevin Kuyper's there. He's cut off. It's cut off on the web article, but you can see the whole picture when it showed up earlier. There's Sarah Rukruk Roosh. And then Megan with a big, beautiful smile. And Stevie looking sneaky and mischievous. That's a mischievous look right there. Snowing like crazy was awesome. Um, going over the comments, Megan. There will also be feminine hygiene products and pet food. No questions asked. Ben Weller says, uh, maybe I'll check out the podcast one of these days. I said I wouldn't. It would be awesome. Um, various other, There's only a couple that I want to park on. Okay. This person is an asshole. Jamie Allen. Don't know if it's a dude or a chick. With so many people working and just about as many citizens collecting food stamps for various reasons, nobody should be going hungry in America. I've yet to come across anybody who is dying of starvation as most people that I see in public are well-fed. Basically, what that person is saying is, this is stupid, why are you wasting your time? What type of asshole do you have to be on a post about helping people who are less fortunate? Would you throw shade on it? Why would you, what type of asshole do you have to be to do something like that? And I like how when people make statements like this, they like just, uh, they just concoct shit in their head and they say it like it's a fact with so many people working. And just about as many collecting food stamps. God damn, what a thing to say. Like, how the fuck could you know that? And then says nobody should be going hungry in America. And then bases this idiot post because I've yet to come across anybody dying of starvation. I wrote, what is your point? No response. This person named Yoli says, I'm working and I get $23 a month in food stamps. With prices the way they are, it's hard for some people. Some people choose to pay rent and bills over groceries to have a warm and safe place to live. A warm, safe place to live. I myself go hungry most days because I'd rather have a warm, safe place to put my head. Ramen noodles is what I live off most of the time. Jesus. Uh, this person says, Jamie Allen, how dare you? There's always those complainers. God bless you for doing this. God damn. So ridiculous. And then there's this asshole. Scott writes, however, you don't feed struggling military veterans who should have some type of priority. Ah. Uh. No good deed goes unpunished. Ben wrote, yeah, good idea. You should start a project and do this. Son of a bitch. People, and the first thing I did was I clicked on this guy and 
And I, I like look at his face. Now look at him. He looks fucked up. That is the face of a fucked up man. This guy, and look at, of course he's, he's a Michigan fan. This is what Michigan fans do. They act like assholes for everything. This guy's face is so fucked up. He has what looks like an ass fucking crack at the top of his nose. And for some reason, he likes fucking Chevy cars and looking like he's retarded. Son of a bitch. Fuck you. Unbelievable. People are such assholes. I don't, I just don't get it. Tyler says, I love the old easy zoom in on the face and post it on their stupid comments. Yeah, that's always my reaction. The first thing I do when I see an asshole comment is, is I take a look at them. See how fucked up they look. Damn it. Chris says, are veterans not allowed? LOL, what an asshole. Yeah, of course. Just show up, dick. Amanda says, that person could actually be saying that people could take advantage of this situation. Yeah, I don't know about that. Chris says an entitled ans- uh, an entitled asshole. What the fuck is her problem? Jeez. Kenny says, what a bitch. Yeah, Amanda, I don't think that's the case at all. Amanda says that person could actually be saying that people could take advantage of this situation. No, I didn't take it that way at all. I took, took it as she's just being a fucking asshole saying, yeah, people are all fed. You don't need to worry about it. Everybody's fed. Megan says we should invite him personally. Yeah, and beat the shit out of him. I fucking hate people like that. I mean, I love doing this, but I'm a mean motherfucker. If anybody, if anybody fucking does shit like that, I hate that. No. We're not nice to those people. If that guy pulls up, I'll know it's him. And we're going to fucking, I don't know what we should do. Say, oh, yeah, it's in the trunk, buddy. Go on. And then just let him leave. Pop the trunk. We'll put it in there. And then don't. Throw in tampons. What an asshole. Son of a bitch. All right, tell me what you think of this one. Um, Where's my fucking story? Doing a terrible job. Sorry. Uh, 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 Aha. Okay. This happened in Jackson, Mississippi. Mom is at the courthouse. Don't know why. Doesn't matter. The kid, the 10-year-old kid, is in the car. Now, at the center of this is that mom and the kid are black. Black. 
Everybody's saying this is racist, and if this was a white person, this wouldn't have happened. Mom's in the courthouse, I don't know, paying a ticket, taking care of something irrelevant. The kid is in the car, and he's got to take a leak. The kid can't hold it anymore. He gets out of the car and, like, opens the car door and sticks his little pecker out and pees. Well, somebody saw him. He's, I mean, this is, this is, you know, a, this is a terrible thing to have happen. Black kid taking a leak in front of law enforcement. I know some of you are going to be like, well, what do the cops do? They probably beat the shit out of him and shot him and he's now dead. No, but they did arrest him. The cops came out and said, hey, what are you doing? And they, they grabbed him and they threw him in the cop car and mom comes out and the kid, she's like, what, what happened? She's a puddle of piss. Yeah. We arrested your son. What? Yeah. He, uh, he took a pee outside of the car. Now, before it happened, the kid is like, well, no, my, my mom's inside. Please. Can you just, uh, can you just maybe go and, and get, nope, nope. We're arresting you. And they, uh, they put the kid in the cop car and that was it. So that's all right. That happened. Uh, all the while mom, the people are saying to the mom, look, this isn't going to go anywhere. This is no big deal. Um, he's a 10 year old. He'll be released back to you. What should have happened was, um, they should have like waited for you to come back to the car and say, Hey, we caught him doing this. Uh, you know, let her, let, let the parents know kind of like when you're a kid and you did something fucked up when you're really, really young and, uh, the cops find out and they turn you over to your parents and they kick your ass. Well, this case, they arrested the kid. All the while this is going on days turn to weeks, week turn, weeks turn to months and they, uh, they go, all right, we've got a court date. Mom's like, a court date? What? I thought this was going to go away. No, no, got to go to court. Well, okay, it's just going to be, you're going to be exonerated. It's, it's no big deal. No big deal. Kid gets in front of the judge, and the judge throws the book at the kid and uh, says, all right, your punishment, you're on probation for three months. If you violate the probation, you're going to jail. And... You have to write a book report. What's your favorite thing in the world? And the kid's crying. He goes, I love Kobe Bryant. And the ref says, okay, you're going to write a uh, book report on Kobe Bryant. Three months probation on your record. And uh, you got to write a book report. Fuck you. Court is adjourned. The cops, I think, got fired over this. See if I'm fucking any of this up. 10-year-old black kid urinated in a parking lot, serves, is serving three months probation, and has to write a book report on Kobe Bryant according to the Mississippi judge. Judge handed down the sentence Tuesday after the kid's lawyer reached an agreement with the prosecutor. The prosecutor threatened to upgrade the charge of a child in need of supervision to a more serious charge of disorderly conduct if the boy's family took the case to trial. I thought any sensible judge would dismiss the charge completely. It's just asinine, said the lawyer. There were failures in the criminal justice system all the way around. 
Moore said he does not believe a white child would have been arrested under similar circumstances, and he couldn't find a similar instance of a child receiving a similar sentence for the same offense. So they were setting the precedent. I don't think there is a male in America who has not discreetly urinated in public. Yeah, I've taken numerous shits in public. I've taken numerous shits in other countries, for God's sake. Can you imagine if in Honduras, the cops in Honduras saw a white guy kind of taking a shit in the middle of the road, wiping his ass with a goddamn banana tree leaf? The child's mother has said her son urinated behind the vehicle while she was visiting a lawyer's office. Wait a minute. I said the county office. It was her lawyer's office. Sorry. But uh, cops did see it. And that's when they arrested him. Um, The child was not handcuffed, but he was put into a jail cell. Days after... um, the chief said that the cops violated the training on how to deal with kids. One guy was fired. The other one was disciplined. You would think that if you fire the one cop and the other one is disciplined, that that would be taken into account that they fucked up when it came to how they handled the kid. And, but no, As soon as it got in front of this piece of shit, racist judge, uh, all bets were off. And of course it happens in a state like Mississippi where killing black people is a national pastime. Uh, They initially wanted the child to write a report on public decency, but the judge changed the subject to Kobe Bryant because the boy is a basketball fan. Oh, that's so sweet of you. They talked about how this is the type of thing that makes black people not trust white authority figures. This is all the more the proof that we need to severely limit police interactions with civilians from petty retail theft to traffic stops and even so-called quality of life offenses. Now, I don't agree with that. I mean, if there's a cop and a black guy steals something, I think that a cop should arrest. I mean, when you don't do that, when you, when you do not um, try to deter crime that way, that's when it starts to get amped up. So I don't agree with that. Uh, traffic stops too. You pull over a black guy because they broke the law. That's that's this is the, this is apples and oranges. But a ten-year-old taking a leak is is a little much. You know, you just tell the kid, "Hey, look, put your pecker away. Where's your mom?" You tell mom, she scolds the kid, and then that's the end of it. You don't fucking arrest the kid and put him in a cell, you asshole. 100% only happened because the kid was black. All right. I just found out that Jamie Allen from the Facebook post appears to be special needs. 
the one who said the sideways shit about the great food about the great food giveaway. Well, that's unfortunate. We did not know that. We did not know going in that the person on the Facebook post was special needs. But I think we challenged the needs that are special. If and all I said was what's your point? Jamie Allen made the comment on the Facebook post about the great food giveaway. And then your old pal EZ said, what's your point? And then um, that means that Jamie Allen must now explain the point. That actually helps Jamie Allen to become a quality thinker despite the needs that are special. That's my spin on it. Yeah, that EZ is getting in the face of special needs people. That is definitely Eric Zane. Definitely Eric Zane. T-shirts and so much more at ericzaneshow.com. Check them out. Cameo, cameo.com slash ericzane. Impact Power Sports, sponsor the studio. Thank you to them. Their website, impactpowersportsmi.com. Michigan's newest uh, seller, distributor of Yamaha golf carts. The absolute best in the business. Get your Yamaha golf cart today at Impact Power Sports, online at impactpowersportsmi.com. And they have all the fun toys that you uh, you may want if you're into that si- uh, sort of thing, motorcycles, side-by-sides, go-karts, electric bikes. You see a lot of those electric bikes these days. All at Impact Power Sports. The managed IT service provider for this podcast is Blue Frost IT. I want to thank them. You can find them at bluefrostit.com. Last but not least, TC Paintball with Rick. Thank you, Rick, for being part of the show, you snarky bastard. Uh, Paintball going on this weekend. It's going to be nice weather. Get the kids together. Get the neighborhood friends together. Get your team of bros and get over to TC Paintball in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. You pay one fee, you get everything. The gun, the mask, the paint, any add-ons. Maybe you want to armor up. Maybe you want to do a kid's thing. All right, you can use the low-impact weaponry. Doesn't hurt. Same experience of playing uh, paintball. A lot of fun. We have a paintball event coming up on January 21. I haven't heard from one of the souls who participates. Would you dickheads send me an email, eric at ericzancho.com, so that I can know who's coming. Right now, it's the Mexicans. Uh, The entire Mexican community of Grand Rapids is aware of EZ. They know how much I love my Mexicans. The leader of the the Mexicans is the Honduran, Gabe. They will be there. We speak mainly uh, Spanish when we're there because there's so many of them. The asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball. I was going to make it Jamie on the Facebook post, but I don't know if I can put the special needs person who doesn't know better on there. If you have any uh, suggestions, uh, leave them on the chat. 
I think I have an idea. I cannot stand this guy. It's Eric Zaitunian. What a dork. I wish I could just be myself, but I have to be that asshole when I'm on TV. It's so stupid. Okay. Talk to you on the Patreon. Thanks for being here, folks. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye.